It's the most wonderful time of the year. Switch, hang all the mistletoe. I'm going to get to know you better. Oh my God, this Christmas. Hey guys, it's your girl Kim Newsom and you're tuned into this week's episode of Kimology. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you haven't noticed, I am so excited about Christmas and I know some of my friends are listening to this podcast right now and they're hating on me because I've got text messages, I've got Instagram messages, I've gotten messages in person saying, uh, Kim, why you put your tree up already? Why you listening to Christmas music? Because Thanksgiving ain't here yet. You need to chill. Like, just wait till Thanksgiving. It's like, okay, listen, worry about yourself. That's what you can do. Because I love Christmas. As soon as December 1st hits, it literally just flies by. So I figured, let me put my tree up. There's no decorations on it. There's no other decorations in my house. Let me gradually just, you know, put some cute little ornaments on my tree. Put some garland, you know, all around and do it that way. You know what I mean? Just kind of progress into, you know, Christmas. And besides Thanksgiving, all we doing is eating. There ain't no Thanksgiving song. Slice the turkey, get some mac and cheese. Don't forget the yams. Like there's no song. You can't do nothing but eat. And the older you get, the more your parents don't want to cook for Thanksgiving. So I don't even know if we going to have Thanksgiving or if I need to go to Chipotle and just call it a day. So I need y'all to quit criticizing us that love to decorate a little early. Okay? Just chill out. So anyway, um, <laughs> this weekend has been pretty chill for me. It honestly has been all about my dog, Charlie, because he's kind of been getting on my nerves. It really is like having a child. I don't have any kids, but I imagine that it's like 10 times worse than this. He's an awesome dog, but he has his days. All right. So we went outside to use the bathroom. Speaking of outside, it is freezing here, okay? It's supposed to be fall, but it feels like winter, okay? It actually snowed earlier this week. There was no sleet or nothing. I love that kind of snow that don't stick because I can drive in it, okay? But it's freaking cold. It's supposed to be autumn. And y'all know, if you listen to my last podcast, I love fall. I love putting on sweaters and really cute boots. I just look really cute in the fall, okay? Not to be conceited, but I think I'm real, real cute. And so it jumped from fall to winter real fast. And I'm mad because it's the second time this done happened. Back in spring, y'all, spring came for a good, smooth two weeks, and then peaced out and then we got winter again and then it skipped right into summer like it was like 85 degrees so i'm irritated because it's freaking cold and the wind my lord today the wind you can feel it in your soul it's so freaking cold it wouldn't be that bad if the wind would just stop tripping like it's too much. So I'm outside with Charlie. It's cold. Okay. I got to put on a real coat. I got to put on a scarf, some, you know, boots and maybe even a hoodie underneath all that because it's cold. He wants to take his sweet time. Why is he taking? He took forever. We was out there for a good 20 minutes, y'all. When it usually takes us maybe five. Okay. Okay. We out there for so long, and I think he was doing it on purpose. So we come back inside, 
took off all my my uh, coats and layers and stuff. Was in my room, hanging up my clothes, doing something. He comes in my room and pees on the carpet. Why are you peeing on the carpet? We just came from the blizzard winds outside, and you have the nerve and the audacity to pee on my carpet. Okay, that's cool. And so I left for the day to go somewhere. I went to a meeting, came back. He had pooped and peed in his kennel. Now, I know what y'all thinking. Well, you need to put him on the schedule. Listen, he been on the schedule for I don't know how long, okay? He knows routine. I come back, there's poop and pee. And I'm a germaphobe kind of sort of, so I had to stop everything I was doing and literally like go outside, clean off his kennel and give him a bath because he smelled like the forest. So we in the bathtub, I'm, you know, putting the suds and the soap and all of, he's drinking his own bath water. So he's trifling. Why are you drinking your own dirt? Liquid dirt. You're going to drink your own dirt? That's fine. So he's, you know, in there splashing around, and I'm trying hard not to get soaked, and he's trying to get out. I'm like, no, you you need to be in here. You need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit because you you peed earlier. You pooped. Something ain't right. The demon, huh? Hey, come out of that. Come out of him, demon. Come out of him. So I had to wash him real fast. And um, we were done. And of course, I put him in a towel and put him on the ground. And he does the most vigorous, most vicious shimmy known to man. And when he did that, water got all over my face. So I got like clean, possibly dirty Charlie water on me. So now he's over there on the rug looking like lamb chops play along and here we are today and so while i've been in the house i've also taken the time to watch the show star with queen latifah and honestly it's so good i didn't watch it at first because i saw queen latifah's like quick weaves and i love queen latifah oh my gosh she's a wonderful actress but i was looking at her hair like okay what we doing and i saw that it was about a girl group now you really don't hear about any girl groups unless it's from back in the day swv um destiny's child total you don't hear about anything what's that new group um heaven's heaven's door whatever the group is called that kelly Rowland produced you don't hear about them so the fact that it was about a girl group i was like i don't know but it really is good there's a really good storyline there's just all kinds of stuff that happens every episode so i highly encourage you guys to watch it i actually love the show and it's nothing but singing and dancing and they do samples of like marvin gay and it's tight i really do like it a whole lot but that's enough of small talk i'm gonna take a quick break and i'll be right back Today's podcast is brought to you today by Queen P Hair Collection. Ladies, if you're needing bundles on bundles on bundles and you're trying to look fly for the holiday season or you're trying to get some protective styles going, please make sure that you head over to queenphaircollection.com. That's queenphaircoll.com. And don't miss out on the Black Friday sale on November 22nd. It's buy any three bundles and get a closure of your choice at 40% off. You can't beat that. I love the hair. I've tried it for myself. Make sure that you guys go over to queenphaircollection.com. Let's support our Black-owned businesses, and let's get back to the show. 
All right, guys, I'm back. And I actually wanted to kick off the show with something uh, more on the serious side, and that is mental health. Um, Tis the season for depression, for just feelings of loneliness, hopelessness, um, anxiety, panic attacks, all of that, because it's cold. And when it's cold outside, I don't know, it just kind of triggers a certain mood. You start kind of taking a glimpse at yourself and where you are in life and you kind of look back um, over your past and you compare and you're like, oh my God, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Or you think about the traumas and the triggers of your life and it just makes you depressed and I want you to know that it's okay to not be okay Um, a lot of the times we bottle things inside like we don't want to tell nobody that we're depressed we don't want to tell anybody that we're suffering from anxiety and um, all of that because we're too afraid that we're going to be judged especially in the black community we have this pride thing there is this thing of if you are uh, suffering from any kind of anxieties, any kind of depression, all you got to do is pray about it and you'll be free. But I do believe in prayer, but I do believe in seeking professional help. Um, I personally, I struggle with anxiety um, and one of the things that have caused it is just, you know, looking back over my life at things that I cannot control. Um, looking back at just certain uh, life changing events that have happened to me, you know, me losing my mom at 12 years old, like recently, and maybe it has something to do with me being in my 30s now, because you're, you're 30, you know, I'm 31, actually, but you've lived for like 31 years. And so you kind of look back and you're like, how did I survive losing my mom? I haven't had my mom since 12. And so I'm like, how did I manage? You know, and then you start looking at the things that you were trying to do to cope with that, to cope with death and the terrible decisions that you may have made and the lack of love and the lack of this and the fear that was created. And it just, it overwhelmed me. And so I've actually been dealing with anxiety for a minute now. I would say since 2014, Um, There's just been certain things that have happened to me that have caused anxiety. So I finally, a few months ago, um, after my terrible car accident that I had, um, because after that, I started having panic attacks way too often. Um, I sought uh, professional help and she helped me a great deal. And so I am looking to um, talk with a therapist and really get my life in order and really talk to someone who has an unbiased opinion. I don't want to talk to just my friends about it. I really, really want to talk to someone who can help me from a professional um, standpoint. Um, If you are just feeling really down, I know you automatically want to isolate yourself um, because you don't want people feeling sorry for you. And I'm one of those people. And honestly, when people see me, they think, oh, her life is great. And she's always bubbling. And I am like, there's nothing fake about me. I'm not, you know, being funny and and being my personality, being myself to cover up something. But you tend to assume that that person is okay just because they make you laugh and they're 
whatever but you have no idea and i've seen and i know you guys have seen it too just different memes talking about check on your strong friend you need to check on that friend that makes you laugh because you have no idea how they're feeling. Just check on your friends in general because when it comes down to it, we can't go throughout this life by ourselves. We cannot isolate ourselves or anything like that. So I just wanna let y'all know I love y'all and to really seek professional help. There's nothing wrong with not being okay. You gotta take care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself. Um, and so that's really all I wanted to say, um, only because I've saw, I've seen, excuse me, some uh, statuses lately. I've um, seen just different things on social media uh, with friends that I, um, with people that I know personally and people I don't know. And so I've actually reached out to a few people via like instant message and stuff like, hey, are you good? When I see statuses, and I know sometimes we tend to think, oh my God, they are like, a hypochondriac or they're being dramatic but y'all you never know what that person is dealing with and sometimes people are doing it in that fashion for a cry of uh it's a cry for help basically it may not be in the way that you would do it but when you see somebody make a status saying i'm not okay or oh my god i'm so depressed immediately message message them if you have their phone number call them like hey are you good because again we can't go throughout this life by ourselves and we can't assume that people got it all together so please make sure that you just you know be a beacon of light to somebody be somebody that someone can lean on i'm not saying take on their problems okay because we all got our problems but we need to support each other as much as we can. We need to show love. We need to just be uh, sensitive to people sometimes and understand that we're always going through something. So that's all I wanted to say. Please be encouraged. Like I said, I love y'all. Um, let's take care of ourselves and just know that it's okay to not be okay. I'll be right back. Today's podcast was also brought to you today by Swag Chic Boutique. Ladies, if you're trying to be fly for the holiday season like me, make sure that you head to SwagChicBoutique.com. There's going to be a Black Friday sale on November 22nd. You can get purses, necklaces, jewelry, the whole nine. Please make sure that you head over to Swag Chic Boutique. That's spelled swag with two G's, C-H-I-C, Boutique.com. Make sure that you're supporting Black-owned businesses. And let's get back to the show. All right, guys, I'm back, and now it is time for the last segment of the show, which is called Music and More. I could not wait to discuss this with you guys because I had a really good conversation with some friends, and we were talking about how back in the 90s, whenever a black film came out, the soundtrack that went along with it was so lit. And honestly, you don't get that nowadays. Like, there's awesome black films that have been out, but... Um, there's not like a memorable soundtrack to go along with this. So I wanted to talk about my top five favorite black films of the 90s and the soundtracks that go along with it. And the first one that I want to start off with is Boomerang. Oh my God, Boomerang is hilarious. It stars Eddie Murphy, David Allen Greer, Martin Lawrence. Uh, who else? Tisha Campbell, Chris Rock, John Witherspoon, Robin Givens. Did I say Robin Givens already? Anywho. The movie was amazing. It came out in 1992. And basically, uh, Eddie Murphy's character, Marcus, is a modern-day F-boy 
and he <laughs> he was just doing women really really wrong and so he meets a woman at the job and which is Robin Givens and she basically does everything that he was doing to women and he didn't appreciate it then he started falling for Halle Berry oh my god how could I forget about Halle Berry oh my god shame on me so he starts uh falling for Halle Berry and then Robin Givens comes back from out of town and he tries to get back with her and you know Halle Berry is a really good girl and so he couldn't make up his mind sound familiar but <laughs> it was a really, really good uh, movie. It was very hilarious, but I'm glad that it kind of showed both perspectives of like how um, men can be and how trifling women can be as well and all of that jazz and blues. So the soundtrack, y'all, is like one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. The song that really put the movie out there was, And I will give you my heart, And I will always be true to you. Give You My Heart by Tony Braxton and Babyface. And then also, oh, I love this song. It's my turn to wish you alive here. I didn't dream you when you're not sleeping. This is by PM Dawn. The song is so beautiful. And then, of course, End of the Road by Boys to Men. All the week to the end of the road. Oh, that song is so emotional. And then, Love Should Have Brought You Home. Should I even listen? Should I even try? Would I just be it? Tony was so the bomb back in the day and the last one oh my god this song i feel like was so slept on and maybe i slept on it because i was too young to understand but there you go by johnny gill there you go there you go there you go and here I come that song is amazing because first of all johnny's not yelling at us but just the, the groove of the song, I don't know. It just sounds really, really good. I fall asleep to it every night. But yeah, I mean, overall, the soundtrack was amazing. There's um, other artists on there, but there's uh, A Tribe Called Quest, Grace Jones, um, and Charlie Wilson, Keith Washington. This album was absolutely amazing. All right, the next film that I want to get into is The Bodyguard, and it stars Whitney Houston and Kevin Costner, of course. And it came out in 1992. And so the, the song that really put the soundtrack and the, the movie out there on the map was, And I will always love you. It was originally done by Dolly Parton, but of course Whitney Houston got a hold of it and just tore it all the way down. And then the next song was I Have Nothing. Share my life, take me forward. It's such a beautiful song. Um, I'm every woman. I am bragging, cause I'm the one. Just ask me, ooh, it shall be done. That was originally done by Ashaka Khan. Run to you. I remember this scene of the movie. And then Queen of the Night. Queen of the Night. Oh, yeah. And then Jesus Loves Me. Jesus Love. Now, this is a funny part of the movie because um, <laughs> Rachel Marin's sister, I don't remember her name, 
but she was outside singing Jesus Loves Me. Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, he does. Sounded like somebody's auntie who thinks she can sing, but she can't. And so uh, Rachel Marin comes out and hugs her sister and harmonizes with her and then does this run that totally trumped her. And I was like, oh, my God, why did she do that run? Because it made her sound bad. Anyway, there's so many other great songs on this album. Um, but, yeah, The Bodyguard is absolutely amazing. All right, the next movie that I want to get into is Mo Money. Mo Money, Mo Money, Mo Money. It came out in 1992, and it stars Damon Wayans and Marlon Wayans and Stacey Dash. Ugh. And so, basically, the movie is about an ex-con who is released from jail. He's trying to get on the straight and narrow, trying to stay away from, you know, thieving and doing wrong. And so... He somehow finds his way into corporate America, meets Stacey Dash, falls in love. But then this one dude, uh, I don't know his name, but he tried to get him caught up in another crime and did like credit card uh, bribe or what is it called? Credit card theft. Yeah, that's right. Ain't it? Okay, so yeah, he was trying to get him caught up in it so that he can get his third strike and go back to jail and all that jazz and whatever. And so it was a really, really good movie. Um, the song that really put the movie out there was The Best Things in Life Are Free. And now I understand what you mean to me. That's with Luther Vandross. Oh, we love you, Luther. And Janet Jackson. And then the next song was um, Money Can't Buy You Love, Can't Buy You Diamond Rings, Ralph Tresvant, which is my man. And then lastly, uh, I Adore You by Karen Wheeler. I adore you. Such a beautiful song. There are so many other songs on here. A lot of them are by like various artists. Um, there's Public Enemy. There's another uh, Johnny Gill song on here and so on and so forth. Um, even Sounds of Blackness, but um, you really wouldn't know the songs unless you listen to the soundtrack. But overall, I love the movie and I love the soundtrack. All right, guys, the next movie that I want to get into is Waiting to Exhale. Waiting to Exhale came out in 1995 and it stars Loretta Devine, Whitney Houston, Angela Bassett, and Leela Rashan. Now, this movie was so good and I honestly could not understand it or relate to it, of course, until I became an adult. But I remember my mom and my aunts and her girlfriends and all of them, they would get together and they watched the movie and they had like some heated discussions. And one that I do remember them talking about was, how are we gonna leave her for a white woman? And then, see, that's the problem with black men. And I mean, they were really going in. So honestly, I could see myself in each character. Um, I won't go too deeply into it, but you know, I could definitely see myself in each and every one of these characters. Um, so basically the women were all in pursuit of trying to find the right man, but unfortunately they kept running into the wrong men and you know, settling and so on and so forth, which is something that we all have done, whether you're a woman or a man. Um, but yeah, this movie was absolutely amazing. It's a good movie to watch with your girlfriends and have like a little sleepover. So I might even do that. But the soundtrack was off the chain. The song that really put the uh, movie out there was Exhale Shoop Shoop by Whitney Houston. Everyone falls in love sometimes, sometimes. And then the next one, 
Just let go. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Everything's gonna work. By Tony Braxton and then Brandy sitting up in my room. Back here thinking about you. I wanted to be in that video so bad because Donald Faison, which is, uh, he was also in the movie. He is so fine. And I wanted to be in the video dancing with him like Brandy. Oh, my goodness. And so let's see. Who else? Um, oh, Count On Me by Whitney Houston and CeCe Winans. Count on, count on, count on me. Oh, yes, you can. You know I can. Show can. But overall, this soundtrack was amazing. And the last movie that I want to touch on is Set It Off. Set It Off came out in 1996. It starred Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett, Kimberly Elise, and Vivica A. Fox. Child, this movie was so good. But it was so sad because you kind of... You kind of knew that it was not going to end well. It was kind of like Dead Presidents. That movie was really good, but it was just sad. And so when Queen Latifah, when they killed her at the end, they didn't have to use that many guns to kill her. So, okay, anyway. But that movie was really good. Of course, it talks about four women who are just trying to make it in life. They're struggling, and they just need some money. Sounds familiar to me. I need some money. We all need some money. But don't rob a bank, y'all. But yeah, it was an awesome movie. Um, the soundtrack was even better. Um, the song that really put the movie out there was, What's it gonna be? Cause I, I can't pretend, no. Don't you wanna be more than friends? Hold me tight and don't let go. That song is in every love scene. My friend told me that <laughs> that song is always played in a love scene. But yeah, uh, the next song um, that was amazing on there, let's see here, do 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 do. What was that song called? Uh, oh, though I'm missing you, although I'm, and I'll find a way to you. That was with Gladys Knight, Tamia, um, who else, Brandy? Uh, I think that was it. Tamia, yeah, that was it. And it was such a beautiful song. It's a sad song, but yeah. And then Let It Go by Ray J. Can't do nothing better than let it go. Everybody out. And then the next song, let's see here. Oh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Days of Our Lives. These are the days of our lives. Days of our lives. Oh, my goodness. I love that song. I always felt like I was, like, in their group. Like, I was a gangster every time I rapped the Bone Thugs and Harmony song. And then lastly, of course, Set It Off. Set it off on the left, y'all. Set it off on the right, y'all. Set it off. Come on now, set it off. All right, guys, so that's it. Those are my top five favorite black films and soundtracks of the 90s. I'll probably make a status or something on Facebook because I definitely want you guys to tell me what your faves are. And that also concludes this week's episode of Kimology. Please, please connect with me on uh, Facebook under Kim Newsom, IG under Sincerely Kimbo, iTunes under Kimology, as well as SoundCloud. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And don't forget to speak your truth. I'm out. Oh.